Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is how Moloch is destroying food and also splitting Israel, which of course is going to destroy America. First, let's go to how Moloch is splitting Israel. That's the short part. And then for the long part, we're going to talk about Scatter Wave. Okay, so U.S. State Department official visits Israel, uh, to visit Israel, West Bank on Saturday. This is from Arab News. It says, U.S. Assistant Secretary of Near Eastern Affairs, Barbara Lee, is expected to travel to Israel and the West Bank on Saturday. Now, I made mention, I said, you know, remember, Leslie was told, Omer ushers in Palestinian state. And I said, now, if Israel splits itself, then what's the repercussions for America? Maybe nothing. But the question is, is if America really has her hands off of should America or should Israel be split? This article is about to say, you watch and see if it doesn't, that it is the hand of America that is forcing Israel to split and give the Palestinians a state. So it goes on to say during a four-day visit, she's going to consult with the Israeli and Palestinian partners, and she will also discuss Israeli-Palestinian relations and U.S. support for a, here it is, a two-state solution. In other words, splitting God's land, reversing a Trump administration move. Next article says, Biden administration takes major step to roll back Trump's Jerusalem embassy move. Says the Biden administration has taken now the first step to walking back the United States historic recognition of Jerusalem as Israel's capital. A new office of Palestinian affairs will be established in Jerusalem and act independently of the U.S. ambassador to Israel's office there. And it is working to go even further, even further, opening an official Palestinian consulate in Jerusalem, wholly independent of the U.S. embassy in Israel. In other words, it's forcing Israel to split, forcing them to split Jerusalem specifically. That would set the stage for Jerusalem to once again be viewed by the United States as divided between Israeli and Palestinian territories. So it's like this. So if Moloch can't destroy America by putting their man in the White House, then it's going to go over and destroy America by splitting Israel, knowing that God is... I believe they know it, too. I believe they know that God is going to... If we split Israel, I believe that the Moloch ball worshippers know exactly what God is going to do, split America. So this is another way to destroy America. The Biden administration is trying to undermine former President Donald Trump's recognition of Jerusalem as Israel's capital, which eliminated a formal distinction between West and East Jerusalem, dividing it. The administration is reopening the possibility of allowing that government to assume control of portions of the city. So, when Israel gets split, even if they say it's Israel splitting itself, not true. Not true. It's America doing it. Opening a diplomatic office to the Palestinian Jerusalem after the U.S. recognized Jerusalem as Israel's capital, making it clear, here it is, that Jerusalem is part of Israel, has the same disastrous consequences as opening a formal consulate. This decision is a blatant effort to begin to unravel implementation of the Jerusalem Embassy Act of 1995, which was set up specifically to stop this. Another article goes on to say the Biden administration is challenging Israel's sovereignty over Jerusalem. 
the State Department is circumventing the Israeli government in order to create an unofficial U.S. consulate as the Palestinians to the Palestinians in violation of the law. The administration once again trying to undermine America's recognition of Jerusalem as Israel's eternal and undivided capital. It is, here it is, for the purpose, listen closely, of dividing Jerusalem. So, when Israel gets split, I believe it's Joel 2.10 says that they parted my land, so Israel will be split. And according to this article, when it happens, the hand behind it is going to be America. And when we do it, which is one of the other reasons why I asked you to join Fast Gap, so that we can fast and pray against this. So every Tuesday evening from midnight until 4 p.m. the next afternoon, we all fast and pray the specific prayer that I send you each Tuesday evening. You can quit any time you want to, and I do not ask for donations. Do not send product offers. This is only if you want to fast and pray for America. Go to prophecyclub.com, slide to the bottom. While you're there signing up for Fast Gap, you may as well also sign up for Fast Track. Fast Track is praying for Prophecy Club. Fast Gap is standing in the gap, fasting and praying for America. Prophecyclub.com. Go to the bottom. Another article says Biden is coming to divide Jerusalem. This is the Israeli national news. They know it. They know it. We should recognize it too. This foolish president, who has been wrong on every important issue throughout his political career, thinks that dividing Israel's ancient capital will herald peace. No, no. I, I don't think, first of all, I don't even know if he knows what side of the bed he wakes up on in the morning. I think he does as he is told. You talk about a puppet on a string, that's this guy. He does as he's told. But the people that are telling him to do this, this is more like a ball, and they are, they know exactly what it's going to do, and they like the consequences. Let me refresh your memory. On April 15, 2002, God spoke to Leslie in a dream and uh, said that Arafat's going to die in the hospital. Now, the reason that's a real big idea is because at the time he wasn't allowed outside of his compound. So to prophesy that, that was a very big thing. Yet, about two years later, at 11.11.05, excuse me, 11.11.04, at 3.30 a.m., he died in the hospital just like she was told. So that confirms the rest of the, the warning. And she was told that Palestinians will be given a state, Oil will be discovered in Israel, massive amounts of oil, and that the oil will be used to strengthen Israel's military. Then Israel and America will go against most of the rest of Islam, which is what I believe is World War III. Then January 22, 2006, the audible voice of God woke her in the night. The first one said, uh, Israel refuses help to America. And then that was an audible voice. Then the rest of them uh, were like spoken to her in her heart. And this is the order I believe they'll be fulfilled, but we do not know exactly the order of fulfillment. Make that clear. Anyway, they were. Omer ushers in a Palestinian state. Now, we do not know what Omer is. Catastrophe hits America. One of America's greatest times of need. You should be getting out a pencil and piece of paper and writing these down. Israel refuses to help America. Israel has attacked America since troops. Chaos reigns as Americans protest help to Israel. These are actually newspaper headlines. Uh, and then she heard my voice, quoting Dimitri, the fall of America will start with an internal revolution. Now, the point is, I believe the first one would be Omar Usher's in Palestinian state. And so we're watching that. If America splits Israel, 
The second one will probably kick in. Catastrophe hits America. And my guess is that's probably opening up the Great Lakes, splitting them all the way down to Mexico. Then Chris Reed comes along March 25 of 2022. And I already covered this. I I just want to get to the point. You can stop and pause and read all of these. But if you look at point number five, it says, Israeli and Palestinian two-state solution reached. The Bible says in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be established. So Leslie was told two-state solution. Uh, Then this guy said the same thing. And then if you look at prediction number six, which is he also saw people handing him newspaper articles that said major earthquake hits the middle of the U.S., So we have a second confirmation. When we split Israel, God is going to split America. And that pretty much devastates us. That's probably catastrophe hits America. Seven, America in pieces, subtitled, more states secede from the nation in rebellion to the federal government. So when we're talking about splitting America, it's talking about it physically splitting it and also spiritually splitting it because a lot of the states begin to subside secede from the Union. Then she saw an internal revolution. U.S. military takes charges. Uncertainty looms over the federal government. Now, let's go on to the next topic. Moloch destroys food. I've got some shocking information. It seems like I've been saying that word a lot lately. Shocking. seems like a lot of things are shocking these days. Moloch destroys food. This was sent to me. Now, I have not verified every one of these, but as you've watched several of the programs, several of these we've already covered. So many of them we already know. We've already talked about them. This is nothing new. But if you look here, this is 10, a list of 10, updated list of U.S.-based plants, food manufacturing plants, destroyed. Ten of them. Now, if you look at the dates, first it starts in 2021, 4, 7, 8, 8, 7, 10, 11, 11, 12, and then January of 2020, 2022. Now, what's interesting about that? Okay, there's 10 of them. Here's the question, and I doubt you're going to get it. How can 10 food processing plants all be destroyed? Would you like to guess whether there's any arrests? Would you like to guess if there was any evidence? There's more. So after that, here's 10 more. No, no, it's not the same ones. Look, this is 1 through 10. This is 10 through 20. Look at the dates. Okay, so we have 1, 1, 2, 2, 2, 2, 2, 2, many of them. How do you get that many food processing plants destroyed all the same month? And the answer is there's even more. Look at the dates. 2, 2, 2, 2, 3, 3, 3, 3, all of these. Here's 10 more food processing plants all just happened to be destroyed all within a month or two. Here's more. This is now we're down to 40 of them. Look at the dates. Three, 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 all of these. How do you explain all of those food processing plants all being destroyed, all in the, in this case, one, two, and three. Months one, two, and three. But there's more. Look at the dates again. Three. So here we have 10 in the third month. Here we have nine in the third month, all destroyed. And the sad part is... Do you think there's more? There's more. Now let's look at the dates here. Four, all of these are four, 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 four. We talked about some of them. Taylor Farms Food Processing Plant burns down Salinas, California. Some of them we've we've talked about. Then there's more. Four, four, four. Now if you back up, if you look at this, so we have it starting back in four of 2021. 
Now it's concluding out here in 4 of 22. So we have 65 food processing plants kill, uh, destroyed in America in one year. How do you explain 65? How do you explain that? Now, i got a bigger, better question for you. What were the causes? Well, I didn't look it all up. I don't know. I'm sure that some of them burned. Some exploded. But here's the big question. They don't know. Now, I, I, again, I haven't researched all of it. But that's my guess. My guess is that they don't have any answer for what really destroyed 65 food processing plants. My question is, my possible answer is probably scalar wave. Now, here's a bigger, bigger, bigger question. How many arrests? 65 food processing plants destroyed in America in one year. 65. How many people were arrested? What's your guess? Again, I haven't researched it exactly, but my guess is zero. So that brings the big question. How do you destroy 65 food processing plants? Some of these are very big. If you back up and look at this, look, 1.3 million chickens destroyed, 99,000 turkeys destroyed, 339,000 turkeys destroyed, 58,000 chickens destroyed. Okay, so it's not just fire. Some of them are, you know, disease and things like that. But 65 of them? Is that an accident? Where are all the arrests? Uh, my guess is there's probably not been any arrests. So back to my question. How can that be done? The answer is, how can 65 food processing plants be destroyed without an arrest? And the answer is scalar wave, in my opinion. So what's scalar wave? Let's talk about it a little bit. So back in uh, June of 2005, we had Bill Snebling come in and make this DVD for Prophecy Club. As you know, we used to have guest speakers in one every month. We did it for some 25 years, made over 330 DVDs, I believe it was. We used to put them out on speaking tours. At one time, we had 40 meetings a month. Typically, we're having around 5,000 people attend our meetings every month. Um, we used to be on 80 radio stations, 25 TV stations, and this is part of what we did. Now, let me tell you about this. On this DVD, Bill reveals technology that the Russians have that can knock out anything on the land, on the sea, under the sea, or in the air, any place on the globe, anytime they want to, with no trace of who did it. Scalaway renders all conventional weapons of war obsolete against the Soviet energetic weapons. Scalawave has changed how war is conducted. Scalawave does not travel like radar from point A to B. Instead, it is interdimensional. It leaves A and it arrives at C without a trace. It is believed to be what took out the Thresher submarine and the Challenger. It is also believed to be able to kill large amounts of birds or fish in flight or, or fish in the water, in the sea, fresh water, uh, uh, sea water to make any difference. It leaves no trace except the birds leave the area. It is also believed to be what took out Gary Powers and the U-2 spy plane over Russia in the 1960s. They can make large portions of the atmosphere very cold, creating massive cold storms, or superheat, creating massive droughts, heat waves, or fires like we see going on. It creates sparks right out of thin air. People in California say, we saw blue sparks appearing just out of nowhere. That's scalar wave. 
It is suspected to be the cause of many of the superheat and super cold storms across America over the last 20 years. They were used in the 60s, okay? It is the perfect weapon because it can't be proven that it was caused by scattered wave. It could act like an umbrella protecting a city or an entire country from all incoming tax from air or water. I pulled this off the Internet, and this kind of gives you an idea of how it works. But it's the simple way is it's, it's a beam that is sent from here that travels around the globe, another beam sent from here, and then when they're leaving, they're not too dangerous. But when they intersect in this area, it's deadly. Here's another drawing of how it works. So it sends these around the globe or through the globe, goes right through the water, goes right through lead, goes right through the earth. Not a problem because it's interdimensional. Now, let me tell you about this. So I think it was about two months ago. It was during a really bad storm, a rainstorm. And, of course, I was in my prayer closet. And where my prayer closet is, is right next to a set of windows. And it was probably 1130 at night. And that's another thing. You know, most rainstorms are over by 10 o'clock. So here it is, 1130, right in the middle of a big rainstorm. And uh, I was praying, and I noticed this big, bright flash. Of course, I thought it was lightning. And just unconsciously, I started doing the thing like you do, you know, one elephant, two elephant, three elephant four elephant. Well, I got up to 20 elephant and there was no boom. I thought, well, how do you have a flash with no boom? So I paused for just a moment and I looked up through the, through the windows and this is what I saw. I saw something very much like this. Now here's the shocking part. It was probably a flagpole and a half or maybe two flagpoles high, to give you an example, over the house Right across the street, I actually saw this. I actually saw it four times. Three of them, it went off, and it was just like, uh, just like a flashbulb, just out of nowhere, just a flashbulb. And it was white like this. And then the fourth one was not white; it was as orange as how do I say? It was as, as orange. It was like the color of sand, you know, like orange sand. And all of the street went orange for a second. And each time it did it, there was no bang. There was no sound. It just was a flash. Now, in my opinion, that's probably scalar wave. So guess what? The very next storm, which happened two or three weeks later, this time I thought, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check it out a little bit more. So then I stepped out on the front porch with the porch kind of overhanging enough. I could still look up into the sky and not get the rain coming down in my face. So I just stood there and just looked up into the sky. I mean, how many times do you just stand at 11.30? By the way, it's also again about 11.30 at night. About 11.30 at night, I pray and just I'd stand and just look right up into the sky during a, a lightning storm. And I noticed something. I, I caught a couple of more of these, but I watched it again two or three weeks later again for the third time, and this time there was no scalar wave. So I noticed something. The scalar wave was a bright white, and it was round like that. And now some of them did have a bang to them, but most of them did not. Most of them were just silent. Um, but then in the third storm, I, I noticed that there was lightning. There was now, now when I'm talking about lightning, I want you to look at this here. I didn't I didn't see 
much in the way of this wasn't streaking across the how do I say I would say it's about the size of a car there you go this that it was about a, this uh, the size of a car in terms of big around and and it didn't have any lightning streaking from horizon to horizon and it was white the light was a white light except for the orange whereas the third uh, rainstorm that I stood at there and watched as that lightning was going out and you could see streaks and you could count it, you know, one elephant, two elephant, and like eight or nine elephants later, the big boom would hit. Well, I noticed that when it was lightning, it was a blue light, but scalar wave was a white light. So it's real. I mean, I've actually seen it. I believe that's what it was. How do you get and, and here's another thing. They all hit in the same place. There was three or, no, excuse me, four of them, three in a row that were white, and then the fourth one was orange. Boom, right? And there were probably, yeah, I'll say two minutes between it. And that was during a rainstorm. Now, my guess is that it was keeping the atmosphere cool, and that's how it was causing it to rain. But again, I'm not the expert on it. I can just tell you I believe that's how it's working. This particular article says that Russia has scalar wave technology, that can unleash massive destruction. Russia has a radical new weapon system and can render enemy satellites and weapons futile. A fundamentally new electronic warfare system, quashing cruise missiles, high-precision weaponry, weaponry, guidance systems, and satellite radio electronic military satellites, deck-based tactical, long-range, and strategic aircraft. What's most concerning is its effect on nuclear weapons and radioactive materials which can be catastrophic. Other factors of great importance is the possible use of the Russian harp or woodpecker transmitter. Somebody sent me an email. I should have brought that up years ago. I don't know if I could find it, though. But it's, it's what it sounds like. It sounds like a woodpecker because it's just sending the, the signals through the atmosphere. This woodpecker transmitter, which is said to have been partly responsible for the Chernobyl reactor, Ukraine disposed of all its stocks of highly enriched uranium purportedly out of fear of Russia employing scalar wave weapons to have Ukraine's own materials blow up and render the country radioactive for centuries. My guess is that's how a member of the Angels spoke to Dmitry, said the Russians have discovered where America stores its most powerful nuclear weapons. And the fall of America will start with an internal revolution in America, started by the communists. And Russia will attack and defeat America in one day. Anyway, let me get back to this. And they believe it brought down Gary Powers' U-2 spy plane. We covered that. Nothing could be found from any web searches. Has been gathering reports of unexplained explosions, such as a 1976 sighting in Afghanistan, of gigantic expanding spheres of light emanating from deep within the Soviet Union. One can make extremely powerful weapons by merging and concentrating electromagnetic and gravity waves. Bearden noted that this could be very well part of what a former Soviet premier Nikita Khrushchev was referring to 25 years ago when he announced the Russians had a fantastic new weapon that could destroy life on Earth, as in all life on Earth. Okay, now we're about to play a clip from Bill Sneblin actually talking and teaching from Russia's secret weapon to defeat America. Bill Sneblin, June 2005. Now, what are these weapons, really? Well, first of all, we all understand normal weaponry, like, um, you know, a gun. You fire a projectile out of the gun. It's propelled by gunpowder. 
it travels, it hits its target. Or bombs, we understand those things, they're physical. Also, they've been around for generations. But these are called energetics weapons, and that's the Russians coined that phrase. Another, another term that we use here in America is DEW, or directed energy weapons. The big difference is, is that these weapons fire energy rather than a physical projectile. And, and so we're kind of in the realm of, of ray guns, if you will, things like that. And the problem that we have is, is that most of these weapons function in a way that's contrary to the accepted concepts of physics as they're taught in the West. Instead, they rely on the latest concepts, at least to us, of quantum physics. So science in this country, the Defense Department knows about some con not what are called non-conventional weapons. They know about lasers. Of course, big deal. Lasers have been around like forever. We had lasers when I was in high school, for heaven's sakes. We have particle beam weapons. Again, big woo, you know. But most of us have totally missed the boat about this not-so-new weapons technology, which has been around since the 1960s. Recently, well, <laughs> relatively recently, 1997, uh, Bill Clinton's Secretary of Defense, William Cohen, said this. And this is one of the very few public statements by high-level uh, people in the Defense Department. Others, meaning terrorists, are engaging in an ecotype of terrorism, whereby they can notice this, alter the climate, set off earthquakes, volcanoes remotely, to the use of electromagnetic waves. So there are plenty of ingenious minds out there that are at work finding ways in which they can wreak terror upon other nations. It's real. And that's, why the, that's the reason why we have to intensify our efforts, and that's why this is so important. Now, these are a totally new reality in military combat. They can project electromagnetic or electrogravitic energy to any place on the planet at will. Distance is no deterrent. Since they're faster than light, the energy is projected to the target in nanoseconds, which is so quick you don't even know. It's less than a wink of an eye. Like these scalar weapons are therefore capable of destroying anything, anywhere. Land ordnance, in other words, tanks, jeeps, even entire military bases, naval vessels and even submarines, and of course planes, jets, and ballistic missiles. Uh, they can be directed at an individual site or location. They can even be targeted to hit human targets, even in shielded rooms or underground bunkers. Now, imagine this. You could put the President of the United States five miles underground in a room that was lined with a foot of lead on all six sides and they could still turn him into a crispy critter in less than a second. So any kind of shielding is meaningless. They can also be aimed at a pie, edge arc of the sky, pie wedge arc of the sky to take out large number of aircraft at once. So for example, here we see the, um, the scalar weapon in the center of the horizon line. You know how you, uh, the horizon appears to be a circle around you as you look at it. And if there was airplanes coming in there, you can see like between 11 and 12 o'clock on the, on the chart. All they have to do is fire the weapon and every airplane, every bomb, every missile that's in that, that range of that wedge would just drop to the ground and be totally useless. Then all I have to do is turn it a little bit and take care of the you know 12 to 1 o'clock, so to speak, then the 2 to 3 o'clock, and, and so on and so on. So the whole, the whole sky can be wiped out of any kind of incoming fire in just a minute or two with this kind of weaponry. To make matters worse, these weapons also can generate an electromagnetic pulse, just like nuclear weapons do. 
And I know many of you understand, because uh, there's been articles about these in the newspaper and so on, that if a nuclear weapon goes off, especially in the air where there's nothing to impede it, uh, it sends out this pulse that will instantly fry any computer, any microchip, I mean, it, like your cell phones, if you have a pacemaker, any kind of electronic device is basically history and irreparable at that point. Well, there is shielding for that. Like, for example, we're told in the Defense Department and the Pentagon and NORAD or whatever, they have computers that are hardened, that are shielded against this kind of EM pulse. But the problem is there is no shielding against a scalar EM pulse. So basically, if the Russians chose to do so, they could essentially turn off every computer in America with a flick of a switch. If you go to watchprophecyclub.com, we have a very awesome special for you. We're offering seven two-and-a-half-hour DVDs valued at $210, normally $30 each, for a gift of $20. All of them you can watch for a gift of $20, and you can stream them all, seven, for the next 90 days, all for a gift of $20. Now, here are the seven you get to watch. Russian defector invasion warning with Stanislav Lunev. This is the guy that came over and said, yes, they've smuggled suitcase nuclear bombs in America. This is the guy. You want to see him? Here it is. And then Russia's secret weapon to defeat America, Bill Snevelin, talking about scalar wave. Russian, Amer Russian bear awakes me, talking about how the Russian bear has been awaking. And the storm judgment revival, this is what we talked about a lot from Shane Warren when he's talking about how he saw a storm, an economic storm, and then the Gulf Lakes open up all the way down to Mexico, things like that. Top Secret Soviet War Plans by Jeff Nyquist. This is the guy that researches various Russian defectors. He's the one guy that brought us Stanislav Lunev, and he talks about how they plan to take out America. Then we had Pastor Massey talk on Babylonians are coming. He had like seven different dreams or visions, also talking about the fall of America. And my favorite speaker, Henry Groover, talking on I saw subs attack America. Now, here's how you can watch all seven of them for a gift of $20. Go to watchprophecyclub.com, and then you want to click right here. Or actually, just scroll down to here, and it'll look like this. Click on Russia and Bible Prophecy. Click right here, and then you can go in. Click here. You sign up. Now, this is a really good deal to get Russian Video 7 DVD bundle for $20 for three months. That's a good deal. But the best deal is right here. You, get, you can get $20 a month forever, and you can watch any a number of over 300 DVDs. But the best deal is right here. Get an annual subscription, $200 a year, and you can have all of these 300 DVDs at your access anytime you want to. And you can do that by going to watchprophecyclub.com. The best deal is not $20 a month. The best deal is $200 a year, and you can watch over 300 DVDs. Really good deal. Watchprophecyclub.com. Go check it out, $20 a month or $200 a year. I thought this was interesting, so I want to bring this to you. This is actually a map of how the power grid is shared because we tend to think, say, for example, down here in Texas, oh, well, we would never have a power outage. Yeah, well, we used to say that until not this past winter, but winter before last when a lot of us, including me, my my electricity was on for 30 minutes, off for 30 minutes, on for 30 minutes, off for 30 minutes, for about 48 hours. And, I mean, I had to take <laughs> candles and all kinds of things to keep things from freezing up. Fortunately, we didn't have any bad damage. 
but that is because of blankets and I had candles. Now, I want you to notice here, is here on the West Coast, we want to think, oh, well, okay, so if there's a problem here, that won't affect us over here. It won't affect us down here. Well, if there's a problem any place in this area, various places, if maybe not, the whole thing could be shut down. Same thing if there's a problem anywhere in the Northeast, all of it could be shut down. Texas kind of seems to be its own country, but the point is there, any place there could be a problem. So it could all be shut down, which is why I'd recommend you go to josephskitchen.com. And the little bit difference here, one is you want to get a machine package. I've talked about that before. That's what grinds your wheat berries into flour, put it into a flour bread machine, push a button two hours, 20 minutes later, along with six other ingredients, and you have a loaf of bread, wonderful loaf, hot loaf of bread. Then you decide how much food you want to have. You want to have food for two people a year, four people one year, six people one year. But here's the new part. We just started offering this. We've had a lot of people say, yeah, what happens when the electricity goes off? So I searched all kinds of different remedies. What do you do when your electricity goes off? I mean, I spent many days researching it. And it seemed like I had somebody email me, hey, you know, this right here is real. Yeah, but they're out of them. Okay. The, the people got to have them. Okay. So you can say, well, there's a really good one over here, but if they're out of stock, they're out of stock. Okay. We're not going to help us. So here's what I found. I really like this little unit. I've got it sitting right here. I could reach over and, yeah, I will. Here, here in a week or so, we're going to get an, another new unit and I'm going to show you how it all works. But I've got this. I've tested it. I mean, I've actually had this laying on my lawn. I've hooked my electricity, my my uh, my computer. This computer has been hooked up to it. Uh, my bread machine. Here's what I found. Now, so I'm going to start with the bad news because I figure if if I'll tell you the bad news, then you know the rest of it is all good good news. And the bad news is this: since this little generator is powered by the sun, if you have a totally cloudy day and the sun is not out at all then it is not going to power your refrigerator, and you will get a warm refrigerator. It is not strong enough to do that. Now, here in a few weeks, we plan to offer another one that is going to be strong enough to power it even in such a situation. However, it's going to cost over twice the price of this little rascal. Right now, this is probably the best deal going out there. I'm talking about somebody that has them in stock so that they can get them out to you. Now, what we're doing to let you know we're going to do this for about another week. We're going to see how many orders come in. And then based upon how many orders come in, then we're going to place our first large order. And I'm guessing that that first large order will be uh, 40 or 50 of them. But we will see. We'll see how many you order. You order a lot of these, and we'll, we'll get them. And we can get them in uh, three to five days. So at least that's, that's what we're told. Now, let me explain it. So this is the unit. Now think of this as just a battery, okay? But it's not just any battery. There's three kinds of batteries. Lead acid, like you put in your car, that's garbage for what we're talking about. Lithium, like is in your cell phone, that's still garbage because a lithium only has about 500 cycles. That means when you charge it up and you run it down, charge it. And don't, charge, don't run it below 20% or you'll kill the, the lithium. So lithium is not good for this. This is what they call an iron phosphate battery. And this particular one has about 2,500 cycles, 2,500 cycles. And it can go to zero, though we don't recommend you take it to zero. No battery likes to go to zero. Uh, you can charge it all the way, or you can discharge it all the way down to 20%, and then between 20 to 80%, it charges back up pretty quickly. 
From 80 up to 100, it, it takes a long time to charge. So we don't recommend you, unless you have just plenty of time and plenty of energy to do that. So anyway, it has four 220-watt solar panels, and it has 1,800 continuous watts. The reason that's important is because that little mill that grinds the wheat berries and flour takes about 1,450. So we didn't want to get it too close. We want to have not. We don't want to get it right too close to the ceiling. So it needs to have 1,800 watts. This does. It also has a 1,488 hour watt hour storage. What does that mean? Well, my electric, my my uh, refrigerator out here uses about 3,000 watts to run for 24 hours. So that's the reason I'm telling you this is not powerful enough by itself to power a refrigerator for 24 hours. It would need to be at least 3,000 watt hours. However, to jump up to that, based upon my calculations and what I've seen here, it's it's not worth the price. I'll show you a better way to do it. So here's what they try to sell you. They try to sell you a big storage, but they only give you two little 100-watt solar panels. That's not enough. Then some of them will leave, of course, only 600 hours or 600 watts. But what we do is instead we offer, our program is we put together four 220-watt solar panels, four of them, because you don't get any power out of the battery unless you put it in with the solar panels. So it's better to have more power in the solar panels and less power in the battery. So what we're trying to do is get you a ba- a budget. We're trying to get you something so that it will at least make bread even on a cloudy day. And then most of the rest of the time, it'll do really, really powerful. And that's what this is. So with this particular setup, like we're offering, you're going to have four 220-watt solar panels. That's pretty powerful. So that means it's going to charge your battery during the day. But as it's charging, you can still make bread, run your computer, your cell phones, and refrigerator. This will run a refrigerator unless you get a cloudy day. Uh, it's, it's powerful enough, and probably your refrigerator can go a couple hours with no electricity. I haven't been able to test that yet. Uh, I did try to see if it would go 24 hours, and it, it no, it won't. But this is a nice little unit. I've, I've had it now for a couple of weeks, and I really like it. So here's the bottom line. On a sunny day, it'll make three loaves of bread, run your fridge, your computer, your phones. On a partly cloudy day, it'll do about half that. But on a cloudy day, all of them, they're, they're all like that. Okay, if you have clouds, you don't have any power. And it's partly cloudy is partly power. So what we suggest Yes, we're going to have a more powerful unit here in a couple of weeks. But understand, it's going to be over twice the price. So if you're looking for something to what I think will do the job, to make bread, and to keep you up and going, to, how do I say this? For the best bang for the buck, this is what I think it is. Now, yes, I'm looking forward to the more, more powerful unit. And it has not actually arrived. We have actually paid money for it and ordered it, and it's on the way. And as soon as I test, I'll let you know about that. But I'm telling you right now, it's going to be over twice the price. So unless you want to spend twice the price, this is probably the unit that you really want to get right here. Four 220-watt solar panels, and you can use this to make bread. Delicious, homemade, healthy, nutritious, homemade bread. And these are loaves that I've actually made and I've actually 
cooked and eaten and cut and everything. You get them at josephskitchen.com. Right down here is where you go to order this solar generator right there, $32.99, and then there's shipping and tax on top of that. And if you're thinking about getting gold or silver, we're going to send you to cornerstoneassetmetals.com telling your Prophecy Club. <clears throat> they love Prophecy Club people because they're informed. If you're thinking about getting an EMP shield device so your car will start or your computers in your home will not be corrupted or fried the computer chips when there's some kind of an EMP blast or a suitcase nuke, then we'll send you to empshield.com. And if you enter the promo code PROPHECY, you'll get a $50 discount, and it helps your prophecy. Click like, share, subscribe, and send to a friend.